Hey, I'm Lance Frazier. Name of Rosenberg. My name is Trey Mason. You're listening to the Piffles Podcast. I'm Cameron Marshall, and you're listening to the Piffles Podcast. This is fun. Stay tuned. There's the Johnny McKegg band here on the Piffles podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Alex. I'm Greg. And no Steve. So it's going to be a great show. Best show ever. One of my favorites. Episode 128, pre-Labor Day. We're almost there. We just got to get through the Ottawa Red Blacks first. It's guaranteed win night, isn't it? Uh, well, according to Rob Banstone, it's all but it's assured that the Riders win. We'll get to that in just a second. We are your premier Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan podcast. Thanks for joining us. Give us a follow on Twitter at Piffles Pod. You can follow me at Real Alex D. And follow me at Greg on Sports. If you want to follow Steve, I don't know why you would, but you can at Safamod. If you like what looking at guys' tonsils, I guess. Some people like tonsils. I, I don't know. I don't know. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Piffles Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Piffles Pod and go to the website pifflespodcast.com. We're brought to you by Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. They're on Skip the Dishes and of course Piffles Podcast is a proud member of the CFPN Canadian Football Podcast Network and a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. We got a lot to get to, so let's get right to it. Time for the opening kickoff. So obviously the Riders didn't play last week, Greg. Uh, well, maybe they did, but it wasn't organized. Some pickup game? A little, little street ball? Yeah, just to get like 17 minutes out of their system. May as well, you know. Uh, Riders done their second bye week of the week, so we don't have anything to uh, recap for Riders game-wise. But uh, I do want to go back to one specific game last week. <laughs> and I'm sad I, didn't mi- I missed it live, although it probably would have drove me crazy with how long it took. Montreal beating Calgary 40-34 in overtime in Calgary, which is kind of a shock for Montreal to go yeah, in there no, no, no one would have called that. No one would have called that. Well... You know what's nice about about nobody calling that is at least nobody made a big deal out of it on Twitter. Like who, who he who shall be nameless tonight? Oh, he didn't win. I, I did. No, I know. Yeah, I know. But last time, oh he yeah, shall yeah, yeah, be nameless. Who pick Montreal? He, he got it right. No, can you be more? Specific? Can we call him like Steve S or Mister Steve? Or? Oh, Mister Steve. Mister Steve. Mister Steve. Okay, <laughs> Mr. we'll Steve. go with Mister Steve. Okay. So, um, but yeah, Montreal beating Calgary, which was a hell of a final. Uh, few minutes which turned out to be like almost 45 minutes so uh, for those that uh, will like a refresher calgary lost that's the best part about it and they are <laughs> at the bottom of the western conference besides bc obviously who... but they're in the cro- we can talk about crossover spots later if we wanted but right now they're sitting at five and four and are on the outside looking in for the western conference playoffs we won't go through exactly what happened, whether it was a touchdown or touchdown by Eric Rogers. It wasn't, by the way. And uh, whether it wasn't, we won't talk about that. I want to... Calgary's complaining about absolutely everything. About the refing in the game. And, oh, and of the, course and they will. And the video review and blah, blah, blah. You left it in the hands of the officials. You know what would have changed that game? Not blowing an 11-point lead with 38 seconds left. They deserve to lose that game based on the last 38 seconds of that game. You gave up, gave up a drive for a touchdown. They got the two-point convert on it and then got the onside kick and then got a field goal to tie it to send it to overtime. Don't let it get that far. 
And that's it. Like, it just kind of cracks me up. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure she she was on the other foot. The Ryder fans would have their torches and pitchforks out too. And But every week, it's, it seems like there's a new fan base who thinks the league's against them or the league pulls for some and... Well, uh, Montreal is owned by the CFL, so gotta gotta be good to them, right? But don't forget, though, uh, Montreal got screwed because the Just league the loves before. loves the Riders. So, like I said, this week it's Calgary's turn. They're on the bye week, so they'll win. They'll win this week, so they'll be fine. I just wanted to bring up Montreal beating Calgary. That was great. How good is Montreal looking right now, though? Like they're playing for Kari Jones. Vernon Adams is looking pretty good, and and that's the key is Vernon Adams. They're four and four, and it's basically because of him. And they're holding second place in the in the East behind Hamilton, who's seven and two. I don't think they'll catch Hamilton in the long run, but I mean, they very well could with Hamilton not having Mazzoli for the rest of the year. Montreal's going to make the playoffs. Looking all right. It's going to be Riders, Alouettes, Grey Cup, and Calgary. Ten year almost to, to the day. To, yeah, ten uh, ten years. That won't be annoying. That that n- no one's going to overplay that. No, like they're, they're, no one's going to talk about that at all. It's but yeah, like M- Montreal's looking like a team right now that could take the East. Um, Hamilton is going to be tough even with Evans, but Montreal is getting better every week, and that's what you need to do in this league. And as and as long as VA is is healthy, they have a legitimate shot shot to get to the Grey Cup, which blows my mind. I mean, I had them ahead of Cal- or ahead of Ottawa in our preseason picks. So did I. But I didn't pick them getting into the playoffs. Oh, no, I, I had Hamilton whatever. and Toronto within Montreal. I, I had them better than Ottawa, but I did not see them being this good this year. It's, it's good to see they, I don't want to say they deserve it because you, your record is what you deserve, but it's nice to see them not being that big dumpster fire that we were all making fun of last year. I'm, I, I'm beating Western Conference teams, so that sure helps out. And I'm I'm really happy for Vernon Adams. He got the short end of the stick. The first time in Montreal. Yeah, like he won, started three games, won all three. And then they, Cavis brought in Darian Durant. Why he traded for him, I don't know. Everyone knew uh, Jones was going to cut him anyways unless he signed, re-signed a contract. Vernon Adams is what, 7-2 as a starter in Montreal? Something yeah. like that in yeah. his career? And over the past, what, six years, other quarterbacks from Montreal have a combined, like, six wins or something stupid like that? It's, it's a stupid that stat. Bad, but, but, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and that's it. Like, Vernon Adams, all he did was win for Montreal. They gave him the short end of the stick. He comes out here, played well in times he got to play, and then they relegated him to third string anyway. Like, all he needed was time to, to play. And Montreal, back when he came in the league, gave up a first-round pick to get him. Like, people saw promise in him, and then they just gave up on him. It's working out for him in the end, I guess, so good for them there. Uh, another quarterback I want to talk about, Matt Nichols, on the six-game injured list. Everyone, was calling, everyone in Winnipeg was calling for Strebler to be their starter. Well, guess what? They got it. Maybe not the way that they wanted it, but another quarterback out. That's seven out of nine Game 1 starters have been hurt this year. Mind-blowing. I want to know what voodoo god Mike Riley prays to. How He's been sacked the most, had that ankle injury, he looks at the lights more than Barry Horowitz. Like, it's <laughs> ridiculous. He, I knew you'd like that reference. But he's he's constantly on his back, constantly looking up. Like, it's ridiculous. And yet, here we go. And Trevor Harris isn't hurt. Well, and he's only been sacked, sacked three, three times. times. Like, you got, you got one quarterback who's getting hit every second play, and then you got the other quarterback who has all the time in the world. 
And they're the healthiest this year. It makes no That's, sense. Yeah, it's been a weird year. But Nat, Matt Nichols looks like it might have been a separated shoulder. They haven't really said what it is. Upper body Upper, injury. That's what they... Well, if you played for the Jets, that's what they'd call it, right? Uh, hockey injuries are stupid. Um, so Chris Streveler gets a chance this week. The Strevolution? Strevomod? Is that what we were calling? Yeah, oh, no, he's changing his, he's changing his Twitter handle. We know <laughs> he is. Too bad Steve's not here. He would be just so rolling his eyes over Streveler. He'd just be losing his he'd be losing his crap right now, and Streveler hasn't done anything yet. But here's the overall best team in the league, seven and two, and probably the most well-rounded team now without their starting quarterback. Now without Andrew Harris, who knows what's going on with him? He got nicked up in practice again and has missed the last couple of days. Wasn't available to the media in an open locker room on Wednesday. He might not play. So that that's a bigger deal than Nichols. Like, Absolutely. They 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 could have made they could have made do with Streveler and Harris, but losing Harris also now messes up the ratio. So well, they have Johnny Augustine, and they, I guess they got thousand yard receiver Nick Dembski as well. <laughs> Inside joke. There. Inside joke on that one. Yeah, who has actually looked pretty good. Yeah, but Andrew Harris is the straw that stirs the drink. As much as I hate that cliche, everything goes through him. Absolutely. So that's definitely going to put a little hitch in their giddy up and which is hey it's, it's the bombers i don't care but guess what the riders uh go ahead and beat them at labor day which we know they will and of course badgeable badgeable which we know they, they will, will because we're going. we're going and we have a perfect record doing that yeah um who have the riders beaten well no it doesn't count that they beat winnipeg because they didn't have their starting quarterback and might not have their running no back. one has their starting quarterback exactly Literally everybody's been hurt. And we beat the team that has their starting quarterback twice. <laughs> like, it's terrible. So I'm getting sick of that argument. Yeah. Um, you can only play who is put in front of you, and if, as long as you beat the team that's across from you, that's a win. They all count the same. So we'll talk about the, the Riders Red Blacks game coming up a little bit in our Tallgrass Apparel enemy preview. Really quick, I want to give a, a shout-out here, and... Uh, Okay, this is a little bit corny. It's to us. Yeah, yes, we rock. Uh, here's why. Piffles podcast one with a t-shirt. Oh yeah, with that on. I don't know how much of that meant to you. What do you, you know? Did you have any sort of involvement in that? Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, they, you know, they reached out to me after that quote, the Jesus sprinkle quote. I had about four or five people reach out to me, and it was a tough decision for me to make. Um, obviously, you want to go with everyone, but you can't have a bunch of shirts out there. So Pitfalls Podcast reached out to me. I, I really liked what they were uh, thinking about, and uh, for us, I think we they sold about a hundred in two days. So we're able to donate about twenty five hundred dollars to the hospitals here in Regina, which has been absolutely incredible and and that's all the fan support right and so all that money is going straight to the hospitals and something that's that's going to be needed so it's just so cool to have a platform like this and have fans that react to it and uh, being able to help out the community any way possible so of course we have we mentioned this last week and and the shirts have been flying out of here blows me away um, seriously the amount blows of support me that we've gotten on this and and cody fajardo has gotten on this is just fantastic so of course we have our cody's jesus sprinkles shirts that are going uh, proceeds are going to the Hospitals of Regina Foundation. So they're great-looking shirts. You can find them online. Email us if you're looking at getting one of these shirts. 25 bucks. Tell us your size. We'll get that to you. We'll even ship it out. Pifflespodcast at gmail.com. And uh, let's just raise a bunch of money for, for a great charity. And, and Cody's been absolutely fantastic about this. Greg, I know you've kind of steel, or steer-headed this uh, this whole thing. My new favorite player. And uh, 
He's a good dude. He really is. Uh, it's, it's funny because, like I said, I broke my jersey rule for Dressler. It happens to be a 7 jersey. I might be needing another 7 jersey because that's how solid a dude he is. Good guy and just wants to do some good for this community. And we love that kind of stuff here in Saskatchewan. And the response has shown it's been overwhelming. We've sold out of our first two batches of shirts. We're getting another one done up. So let's uh, let's keep doing these. These are great shirts and uh, having a lot of fun with it. And he loves it. So um, and I do have to give a little bit of props to Cody Fajardo himself because, as he said in that in that scrum there, he did have other offers to kind of team up with that, and he did choose choose us. So um, that that's really cool and that's really really nice so uh cody awesome and uh we'll keep keep this going and let's uh let's raise a lot of money here for uh the hospitals of regina foundation the opening kickoff presented by kathy festion of royal page regina realty check out her facebook page kathy festion royal page ask for some questions and and i got one here that is kind of intriguing to me um and, and we're only going to do this one just for, for time here. But uh, NFL season, we're in, what, week three of preseason in the NFL. So the games are starting to, well, this is the week that matters for starters. But a lot of guys in the CFL are on the bubble. Are they going to make the teams? Are they going to be starters? Are they, you know, whatever? What about coming back to, to Canada? So NFL cuts. Are there any you're excited about seeing back in the CFL? So a couple names that were thrown out. Jordan Williams Lambert, who's with the Bears. I'll throw this one out there, even though he's not coming back. Sam McGuavin. He ain't coming back. A guy like Deontay Spencer with Pittsburgh. I could see him coming back to the league. Alex Singleton with the Eagles. Mark and Mitchell with the... Mark and Michelle with the Eagles. There's some big-name talents out there. So, Jordan Williams-Lambert, let's start there. Does he make the Chicago Bears? Uh, I... Bubble player, best practice roster, maybe... I could see him back in the CFL. And he's already spent a year on a practice roster in the in the NFL with the, the New Orleans Saints a couple years ago. So I can't see him taking a PR spot. He does a guy that wants to play. And he's been injured in, in training camp. He had a hamstring injury. So if you get injured as a you know an undrafted kind of player in the in the NFL, the you're pretty time. much done. So the nice thing, at least as Ryder fans with Jordan Williams Lambert, is he's on our deferred list or whatever kind of list it is because yeah he challenged the ruling he challenged the ruling so <clears throat> there was the rule where okay if you cut a guy release a guy to go to the nfl he was still your property when he came back that's not the case anymore you cut a guy he's a free agent there's no more handshake agreements which there are let's be honest here this is a cfl yeah. but because of the timing that he signed with the riders he qualifies for the deferred list so he is still I hate using the word property of the riders, but his rights, his belong, rights belong to the, to the riders. team. Yeah. So we could be seeing him up in Canada here in Saskatchewan back in uh, in green pretty soon. That receiving core with Jordan Williams Lambert. See you, Manny. <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah. Like, you have Roosevelt, Jordan Williams Lambert, Kyron Moore, Shaq Evans, Corey Watson. Corey Watson, who's, who's been, been in, in a minute here. Who's been lighting it up this year, like. There's no room for for Manny Arsenault. Go the Chad Owens uh, six-game rotation loop. And just bring him back at the very end. <laughs> bring Maybe. him back for playoffs. Oh, Maybe. Fresh legs for playoffs. Uh, Sam McGowan. Obviously, he's going to be a starting middle linebacker, not middle linebacker, but a starting inside linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. The guy just keeps performing at camp. He's impressed everyone down there. We knew that. He was that player. Yeah, he's undersized. 
what would they consider undersized. But he's a hell of a motor and a hell of a tackler. And it's great for him. Love seeing that kind of stuff happen. He, like the guy's kind of going the route that Cam Wake went, and he's looking just as good as Cam Wake did when he first got to the NFL. And Terrell Freeman too. Yeah. Um, Alex Singleton. I. Oof. He's been making plays in Philly in the preseason. I want him to stay there. I do. I, I could care less if he actually makes the team or not. I just don't want to see him back here. Back here. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, really good dude, though. So uh, I mean, hopefully he gets a good chance. Okay, here. let me say. I, I, I mean, if he if he comes to Saskatchewan, then I want to see him back in the CFL. Yeah, pretty much, right? Um, Mark and Michelle, Sony Michelle's older brother. Sonny Michelle, of course, of your New England Patriots. Uh, of my New England Patriots. Um, he's looked good, too, though. Um, he had a 75-yard touchdown the first preseason game. Didn't really have much the second one. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, uh, he's his, probably one of his, the bubble guys. Yeah, he's definitely on the bubble. and It'd be nice to see him in the NFL, too, with his brother, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's back up here. And same thing with Deontay Spencer. I wouldn't be shocked if he's back in the CFL. Returners are... I hate to say a dime a dozen in the NFL, but they kind of are. They go through them all the time. Yeah. So unless he's really wowing, I can't see Deontay Spencer sticking down there. And I honestly think he'd go back to, to Ottawa as well, too. Well, they keep on cutting returners in Ottawa, so. <laughs> but we'll have a, a little bit more hopeful news in the next couple weeks here once the final rosters get trimmed up and just, hey, more football is great. Oh, football's I awesome. Love it. Um but we'll move along here. Steve isn't here. Tweet of the week. Um, one of ours. Sure. We're, we're, we're hilarious. Something like that. <laughs> Time for this week's Underdogs memorabilia. Piffles player profile. Greg, you had a chance to go to rider practice. You talked to Corey Watson. Let's hear some of that. So, 10th season in the league. What do you attribute to your longevity? Not everyone has a 10-year career like you do. <laughs> number one thing is to stay healthy. That's the number one thing. And, you know, uh, be where you need to be. And, uh, you know... Uh, it's all about performance after that. So the Canadian receiver spot, a lot of people call it the token Canadian spot. Um, you're, you're out there, you're putting up numbers. Does that give you extra motivation, or you just play your game and you don't listen to that? Uh, number one thing is to make sure that you're doing what you're, what's asked of you, and, and I think I try to uh, do that as much as I can. And you know what? If the yards come, the yards come. But number one thing is to execute when, when um, once um, you know something is designed or, or um, is sent to your way. Yeah. So, technically, this is your second stint as a rider. Rough rider on paper, the old Kevin Glenn Argo situation. Right. How does it feel to actually be playing in front of these fans in this stadium? I mean, I've been uh, playing against these fans for, 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 for most of my career, and it's, you know, it's very intimidating and it's very loud. And it's great, too, to, to, to have that atmosphere, you know, uh, playing against um, the, the riders fans. But um, playing with them, you know, they really do help us, uh, our defense, uh, on, on critical downs. So, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, of course, you're, you had uh, some time there in Winnipeg. Yep. Labor Day is coming up. Oh, you ready for this side of the banjo ball? I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be amazing just to see, you know, the fans from both um, both cities to come come up and show up for their team. It's a great atmosphere for, 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 for everyone. And I think it's something for, you know, I think any athlete to look to look forward to. Okay, now we're going to do some rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Uh, cookies or cake? I like uh, cake, yeah. Who's your favorite celeb crush? Angelina. Actually, no, scratch that, it's Ali Berry. Uh, you almost went Angelina Jolie on that one. Yes, How close is that? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. The, the, the lady knows that it's, it's Angelina. 
Um, if you could go back in history and have a meal with anyone, who would it be? Uh, most definitely uh, Mohamed Ali. Uh, he's someone who's very inspirational. So yeah, most definitely. Um, of course, your quarterback Cody Fajardo put uh, ketchup on his corn dog. Are you a ketchup or mustard guy? Actually, I'm kind of neither. Uh, I just like it the way it is. Yeah. Uh, what's your pregame meal? Pregame meal? Yeah. I don't really eat much. It's weird. I really don't eat much before games. Really? No, I just have a shake. I have a shake and I'm, I try to get a sandwich down if I can. That's it. And so do you, do you have a cheat meal then? or? Um, yeah, afterwards. You know, afterwards it's, it's nice to go to, um, what do you call it, uh, what's that place? Uh, uh, fresh and sweet. Oh, yeah. they, they, they have some good breakfast there. Um, the banana, uh, the banana bread, um, French, toast? French toast is amazing. I bet it is. Yeah. And most important question we ask everybody: dogs or cats? Neither. 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 I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like uh, fur. I don't like. No. Neither. Neither. That's the first one. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thank you. There was Corey Watson here on the underdogs memorabilia Piffles player profile. I can't get over that he's a plain hot dog guy. I'm so glad uh, Mr. Steve isn't here. Ketchup mustard looked at him not only like, what? Say what? I, wow. Why? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just keep making plays on the field like you have been this year and we'll just we'll ignore that comment altogether. So we we called this episode pre-Labor Day, and one of the reasons why is because obviously Labor Day is coming up next week. But one of the things we want to talk about was the green and blue shindig. August 31st, that's Saturday night of Labor Day, at the AGT Lounge at Mosaic Stadium. I wanted to know a little bit more about this. We wanted to know a little bit more about this. So joining us on the line right now, Andrew Green, former rider, offensive lineman, former bomber offensive lineman as well. Tell us about the green and blue shindig. Andrew, thanks for your time here tonight. How are you? Thanks, thanks. How are you? Hey, doing great. Thank you very much. And uh, so... Labor Day is coming up in a couple weeks here, and uh, you have the green and blue shindig going on, and you're going to be hosting that kind of with uh, with Adam Big Hill. What's going on here? So yeah, so the green and blue shindig is on August 31st, um, next week um, Saturday, um, before the Labor Day game. There, um, it's going to be in the AGT Lounge at Mosaic Stadium. It's um, right there at center field. Not too many people get to see what AGT lounges like. Um, it's sixty bucks. So what it really is, um, the, the event's about. Um, it's a, it's the launch of our Tackle Radon campaign, right? So um, what Tackle Radon campaign is? It's um, it's to um, it's to raise awareness um, in, um, for um, for the Lung Association in regards to radon. Um, what radon is is a ra- is a radioactive gas, which is a byproduct of um, new sorry, of uranium in our soil, and it's, um, it comes into your home, and it's pretty much a silent killer, which you can't smell, taste, or anything like that. Um, it's the um, number one, number two cause of lung cancer, and, um, and you know, um, lung, lung cancer is the number one cause of most um, death-related, cancer-related deaths, um, like prostate cancer, mm-hmm. um, breast, ovary, and so on and so forth combined. All right, so uh, you mentioned 60 bucks a ticket. What does that get you? Yes. Yeah. Well, it um, gets you the entry. Um, it gets you the chance to come and hang out with myself and Adam, some alumni players. Um, there, um, there, there, there might be some, um, some. There should be also some rider and some bomber players here as well. Hopefully, um, I know they'll play the next day. So, but I know Adam will definitely be there, right? But definitely some alumni will be there. You'll have, um, you get a chance to hang out with other alumni 
food. There will be drinks, open bar. There's it's a fundraiser for the Lung Association for the campaign. So there's a lots of um, silent auctions, prize giveaway, um, raffles, so on and so forth. And it's a hot stove between myself and Adam. So you get to um, you get to meet us, talk to, ask us questions. Um, you know, relating to whatever I guess. You know, it's gonna be kind of. You know, um, it's hosted by Derek there. Um, it's going to be a great event, right? Tickets are still available. Um, it's going to be a fun fun evening from 7 to 10, right? I'll get to come and hang out, have a couple some drinks and some eats and some laughs. And, I mean, only 60 bucks a ticket. That's pretty good. Um, so, the hot stuff with you and Adam Big Hill, I, I got a quick question for you. This, this is a guy, <laughs> you never you never got a chance to play against him. Um, is it? Are you glad? Because he's a beast. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, you know what? No, not taking anything away from Adam. Adam is a is an exceptionally great player, right? You know, he's a beast out there in the field. You know, but um, I'm 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 a say, you know, I if he was in front of me, it would, it would be a, we you know, it'd be a different contest, right? You know, I'm not <laughs> taking anything away from him. I give him respect from for what he does on the field. He's definitely a great player, but if he was up against Big Green here. I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna say I would ragdoll him. So <laughs> that's what I would say, right? right. You know, but you know, <laughs> you say that I'm as he's not. not you, no, what I'm saying, that's what I would say. You, you say that as he's not in front of you right now. Now, <laughs> of course, of, of course, you played on both sides of the, this rivalry. You played the one year in Winnipeg, and of course, that was 20, 2007. We won't bring up what happened at the end there, but. Looking at the Labor Day Classic and everything, and that's what this is all about, and, and having a good time, and what's your favorite memory that you have of the Labor Day Classic and just this rivalry in general? Ah, oh, man. The favorite memory of Labor Day. I mean, there is, I think every Labor Day Classic, I think, always comes down to some place, some big thing. I know back, you know, sometimes there's a blowout. You know, um, I remember, one, I think I heard one time um, Rocky was, Way back when Rocky Butler um, brought us, um, was in there. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of them, you know. There's, I don't think there's one specific play that really stands out for me for Labor Day. You know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a while, but you know, I don't have, I don't have a specific play that stands out for me for Labor Day. I just, I, what I remember is just that, you know, just from playing for Labor Day, I, I really got. To, you know, to understand the rivalry between Winnipeg and Saskatchewan, you know, being being start being from being um playing for Saskatchewan for so long, got to started to really hate Winnipeg. And I actually did hate Winnipeg. It was always so cold. It was just <laughs> I just didn't like anything about Winnipeg. Winnipeg, you know, I was like, ah, oh, it's old, it's dirty, this and that, and you know, and you know, it, and I I did not like Winnipeg. It, it, it was always way colder than Saskatchewan, and that's the thing. That's one of the worst things. I always remembered about Winnipeg, and then you know, and then the, you know the fans were just, uh. but anyway. But once, and then I, and then I, I said like I got a chance to, uh, you know, go to Winnipeg and play there, and I got a different experience, right? So, and um, and we went to the Grey Cup. So you know, it's you know funny how life, funny how life works, right? You know, and you know, and you know, which which has also changed my opinion of Winnipeg as well, right? So. You know, you know, so yeah, you know, it's, it's funny how life works. All right, so Andrew Green, this green and blue shindig, August 31st, AGT Lounge at Mosaic Stadium. You mentioned 60 bucks a ticket. Where can people get tickets at? Yeah, so, you know, go online at tackleradon.ca. 
right? You um, go on there. Um, you can purchase your tickets there. Also, that's where you'd also purchase a radon kit as well, right? So as I said, not too many people understand what radon is, you know, but um, at the, at the, um, the launch here, it's going to, you know, we're going to have some, some new facts in regards to um, radon and, and, you know, and, you know, some seriously, some interesting facts that I'm, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to be talking about, but um, I'm curious to find out as well. But um, as I said, it's, it's going to be a, good, a great event. Um, come on out and, um, you know, go online, talk, tackle radon.ca, choose the ambassador, right? You also get it once you um, purchase your kit online too as well. And you'll be entered into some for chances for prizes as well, too. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a really good time. Of course, the, the auction, uh, live auction, silent auction, raffle prizes. I think there's going to be a 50-50 as well, too. Sounds like it's going to be yeah, a great yeah. time. And, of course, uh, it's Labor Day weekend. What better time, right? Oh, yes, definitely. It's a party. You know, it's a, it's a party. It's a shindig, right? Green and blue. You know, we um, it's going to be open to... um. Saskatchewan and Winnipeg fans definitely right so you know it's gonna it's gonna sell it's gonna sell out pretty quick so I'll just suggest people get their tickets really fast it's in a very unique um the event is a very unique place there um at AGT Lounge you know not too many people get a chance to be able to um go up there and experience what AGT Lounge is nice like so you know um and you know we're bringing a very special event to first it's the first um and it's a launch and it'll probably be something that may um probably take on next year as well too we'll see how this year goes well it's for a great cause and uh we can't wait to uh see you out there it's gonna be a great time andrew thanks so much for telling us about the uh green and blue shindig thank you very much and i hope to see everybody there come have a good time all right there you go so 60 bucks a ticket great deal green and blue shindig mosaic stadium agt lounge on saturday night next week just before the labor day game that's gonna be a blast and uh hopefully we can make it out there we talked about Labor Day, but let's get to this week's game against the Ottawa Red Blacks. I only have a, I have a couple questions I'm going to throw out to you, but uh, big news in Ryderville right now. Brett Lothar back, which is huge for the team. I actually have confidence in this kicker to kick a 55-yard field goal. Didn't have that with Ferraro. For, Not that he's been bad. No, Ferraro was serviceable, but he definitely doesn't have the booming leg that Lothar does. So, um don't get me wrong, Ferraro, great in a pinch, but I'd rather have Lothar back. Absolutely. A.C. Leonard taking off the six-game injured list. Yeah, that, the A.C. Leonard thing kind of surprised me. Everyone was expecting to see Micah Johnson back. And he's still not out there. Yeah, he was on the one game, A.C. was on the six, and now Micah's still not out there, and A.C.'s back after the bye week. It seems kind of topsy-turvy, but what can you do? But honestly, with playing Ottawa, I don't care that Micah's out there. Let him, let him get healthy for the games that matter. Well, the nice thing about this game, too, is that the Riders have had their problems with Ottawa at home anyway the last couple of seasons. William Powell is on our side for once. <laughs> yeah, for that, that, that was the problem. We couldn't stop William Powell. And I'm not worried about, what, Moses Madu or John Crockett, whoever they're going to line up. I'm not. Is it John Crockett? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't he the guy from Miami Vice? Yeah, he threw up a bunch in the game, didn't he? Draws? Darren Draws, though? I'm going to keep on throwing wrestling references. references. But I'm not worried about the, the Red Blocks offense. They've looked terrible. Oh, Ever since the one game where they looked great against the Riders. And it wasn't even a full game. They had like 20 minutes where they put up three touchdowns, and after that it was nothing. Yeah, so my question I want to uh, send to you, will Dominic Davis light it up again? No. I, I saw a good quote about this, and they said that Dominic Davis had a career game. You know why they call it a career game? Because you only get it once in your career. And that, unfortunately for us, happened to us. Don't get me wrong, Nick Marshall looked absolutely lost out there against Dominique Rimes. 
hopefully they've I don't see it being like they, that. They, they, they've got a second look and hopefully they figure out what the heck the problem was. I don't see that happening again. Well, and, and Cody Fajardo looked fantastic that game and I think they're going to change things up a little bit on the offensive side. You won't see bombs away as much as we did that first game. I think it'll be a little bit more of a methodical game, but uh, I'm not worried about this. Cody Fajardo hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in two games, but the team's also won both those games, so I'm not too worried about that. I think he'll get back on track. He'll throw a couple in this game. I think they're probably going to let him chuck it around a little bit just to see what um, um, the Red Blacks are doing. But I've, I'm not... At Rob Banstone confident, but pretty close. I'm pretty close. Like, Joe Palpow is going to be calling plays. They're for throwing the, someone for I, Ottawa now. I never realized how bad his record was until Red Blacks fans were po- putting it out there. Yeah, about how bad Joe Palpow's coaching record is. And it's all hitch passes, <coughs> hitch passes, and screens. Which the last last year we know all too well that it doesn't work, and that's what Ottawa's kind of facing now with their offense. Yeah, they don't have Kerry Joseph and Josh Ronick uh, to pull this off. Yeah, they don't have a 1,000-yard rushing quarterback. Um, speaking of Kerry Joseph, actually, thanks for bringing that up. Going into the Plaza of Honor this week, him and uh, Neil Hughes. That snuck up on us on a hurry, didn't it? Yeah. Like, it's on two guys who deserve it. Like, Kerry Absolutely. Joseph was here a short time, but his... It was only two years. His impression on this franchise is going to go down in history, obviously. He's one of four quarterbacks to win a great cup. He's already a legend for that reason. And Neil Hughes, I'm going to go with the old Don Cherry. Good, good, good Regina boy. Um, played his football growing all the way up through Regina and just a great rider. Did everything was asked of him. Great U of R Ram. Well, and what's, what I like about Neil Hughes was that he, uh, he, he tried out for the riders. Danny Barrett cut him. And then because of injuries, brought him back just for kind of ratio number. And the guy was so good in practice, special teams and everything, that they had to give him a spot. And it wasn't just, he didn't become just an injury replacement for a couple weeks. He earned his way onto that team. He was, a, he, he was a special teams monster before they put him back as a fullback. He's got two Grey Cup rings. Not many guys in Saskatchewan can say that. There's, what, four, five that can say that total? So... There, there's not many more people deserving of the Plaza of Honor than Neil Hughes. And, of course, you mentioned Kerry Joseph. Pre-Labor Day, one of the greatest Labor Day moments of all time, the quarterback dropped the middle in 2007. And that, I remember that game specifically for the reason that once we won that game, and that was the, and Winnipeg was, that, we were both, what, 7-1 and one going into that game? Something like that, yeah. Or 7-2 or, or something, whatever something like that, it was. Yeah. Winning that game, we knew we had something special. That was when we knew this is a team that can and will go all the way. Yeah, they went to the West Final the year before and got blown out in BC. But something was different about this team. That entire... Like, I talk about that 2007 season like it's the only Ryder season I ever remember because you had so many moments of that season that were special and that people still talk about. The, the Labor Day game where I know for a fact when he did that uh, drop the middle... I spilled my beer all over all over the person in front of me. First, I was a bomber fan. I felt terrible about it, but I was also cheering. It, it, it was not one of those it jerk. Happens. It wasn't one of those jerk pour a beer on somebody. <laughs> it was holy crap! Did that just happen? Pour a beer on somebody. Um, and then, of course, you had the blackout game, and it just 
you, you that season was like a team of destiny. It's just the way the, the home playoff game, the the Thunderball, the Thunderball, and just everything that you everything that's built up to the to the Grey Cup. And yes, it was a terrible Grey Cup game. Oh yeah, retrospect. That's a brutal, god awful game. God awful game. But it, you just and yes, Kevin Glenn getting hurt basically is like okay, we're fine. <laughs> but that team felt so, like it was something special, and it was something that really built that franchise back up in this community that just felt like we were just getting kicked every every year. So, Kerry Joseph going in the, in the Plaza of Honor with Neil Hughes. That's going to be... Uh, it'll be great to see him at the game on this uh, this Saturday when they're honored, and uh, hopefully everyone sticks around for that And at halftime. He's usually when they... Do the old carts. Cart him around the, uh, the stadium. So, make sure if you're going to the game, give them the standing O that they deserve. Um, one other thing before we get to our pick and, and and wrap up the show here. If you're going to the stadium, make sure you go on the side by... Make sure you're on the Sass Drive side. Yep. Take a look at the stadium. There's a little billboard that's there. Mm-hmm. There's an NDP ad. There's a cruise light ad. ad. No, nobody, nobody likes no, those no, here. Saying, yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's also a third one there. And, uh, Greg, this is your time to give yourself the old Barry Howard's clap on the back. Pat the back on the back? Pat on the back. Oh. Yeah, Piffles Podcast. We have a billboard. Who would have thunk Chirping it? Bomber fans and the Bombers. So if you're there, send us a picture. Take a picture in front of that. Make fun of the Bombers. We want to see that. And I, I, I heard it's too busy. It's too much detail. Hey, the devil's in the details. Take a good look at it. I could have put like a big hashtag 1990 on it. No. That, yeah, that's, what's the fun? Right? What's the fun? Let's get 1,990 likes. Yeah. How about reason 2319? We all know, speaking of 2007 Great Cup just a couple minutes ago, that was the final score, 2319. Details. Details, people. Great stuff. But yeah, it's tweeting bird. It's tweeting a championship. The Bombers have, the bombers have not had a Grey Cup in the... In the Internet era, a win, so to speak. They haven't had a win. Sorry, they they t- 2011 they got blown out by a one and seventeen, but that's beside the point. <laughs> the Bombers have not had a championship in almost thirty years. Let us remind them of that. And what better time to do that than Labor Day? And yes, that billboard will be up there for the Labor Day game against the Bombers. So make sure you go check that out. And uh, we're just having a little bit of fun, bring a little bit more to the rivalry that is Saskatchewan versus Winnipeg. And and of course, if you're coming in from Winnipeg, check out the sign as well too. We love having you here. It's it, Labor Day wouldn't be the same without you, and uh, we can't wait to go to Banjo Bowl and you know Give it, get it right the, back. Have all the smack talk thrown right back at us and Thirteenth Man jokes and whatever else they're gonna do. So you think if I wear a Matt Nichols jersey, they'd boo me? Probably. <laughs> they might come up and hug you yeah, and say, true. "Please go out there and be our quarterback." Because Chris Trevor Trevor sucks. sucks. <laughs> Um, let's get to our pick here before we take off. We'll just rip right through them, Greg. Uh, Winnipeg at Edmonton. No Nichols, possibly no Harris. Edmonton's going to take over first in the list. Edmonton, yep. Ottawa at Saskatchewan. Guaranteed win, night. Rob Vanstone told me, so it's got to be true. So that means Ottawa's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pretty much. Uh, the, the Riders will win this one. I think it'll be a little bit closer than people are thinking, but it's... It'll still be a fairly convincing win. Hamilton at BC. Uh, Hamilton is going to do that terrible uh, trip all the way across and still win. I think BC wins this one. Weird hunch. Their 15 minutes that they actually play 
for a game are going to be better than the 15 minutes that Hamilton strings together. All right. And the rest of the game will be even. Montreal at Toronto. Touchdown Atlantic in Moncton, New Brunswick. I completely forgot about this game. And yeah. they've done a bad job at marketing it. Like I remember the first time they had it, you, you couldn't go five minutes without a Touchdown Atlantic commercial. Uh, or better yet, Atlantic Schooners. What, what about a 10th team? Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened? We had the big party. We announced the name. And nothing. Nothing. Like, it's... I... I want to believe it's going to happen, but this might be the second time where they announce both a team and a name, and it might not happen. The way things are going, the, the speed of everything's going. I can't see it happening anytime soon. I really can't. The, and especially if this game can't sell out, they're dropping ticket prices. It's not like it's uh, Packers and uh, Raiders and uh, Winnipeg. Hey, how about Aaron Rodgers' Canadian tuxedo? tuxedo? How great did he look, except for the bolo tie? Oh, I hate Philip Rivers as a Broncos fan, so I hate the bolo tie. But the mustache, the, the must- aviators, the, the Canadian tuxedo, the jean jacket with the jeans, brilliant. He knows what he's doing coming to Canada. So Aaron Rodgers, love you for that. But back to, back to this game. Um, oh, that field looks tiny. The oh, NFL yeah, I know. field yeah, looks tiny, tiny in a CFL stadium. It's, yeah, it looks really weird in uh, IG, or IG field, I guess. IG field. Yeah. <sighs> Montreal's going to be in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Fernand Adams is playing. That means they win. Anyways, that's going to do it for us this week here on the Pibbles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here on your premier Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Greg. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Pibbles Pod. You can follow me at RealAlexD. Follow me at Greg on Sports. And uh, where are we calling it? Mr. Steve? Uh, Strevamod. Strevamod. Yeah. Uh, Follow him at Safamod. Soon to be Strevamod. Hashtag I love Chris. Yeah. Is probably what he's saying right now. Uh, Heart eyes emoji Strevler. We're also on Instagram. Just search Piffles Pod. And, of course, the website, PifflesPodcast.com. Just a reminder, again, you want to get yourself a Jesus, a Cody's Jesus, Jesus Sprinkles, Sprinkles t-shirt, make sure you email us, PifflesPodcast at gmail.com. 25 bucks. Let's raise a boatload of money for the Hospitals of Regina Foundation and uh, just raise a lot of money for a great cause. Piffles Podcast is brought to you by our great friends at Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. Special thanks as well to Kathy Festion of Royal LePage Regina Realty, Tallgrass Apparel, Churchill Brewing Company, and Underdogs Memorabilia for their support to make this show possible. Piffles Podcast is a proud member of the CFPN Canadian Football Podcast Network and a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Time for some great Saskatchewan talent. This is Tyler Gilbert, Ghost Behind Your Mind. Ghost behind your mind.